Welcome back, podcast listeners. This is the We Know Ball podcast. Today, we are teaming up with Underdog Fantasy to bring you guys an amazing deal. If you go ahead and sign up using their mobile app or their website, and you use code WKB when you sign up, they will give you a deposit match of up to $100. That is an amazing deal. So take advantage of it while you can. Sign up, use code WKB, and get on. Welcome back, everybody, to a newest episode of the We Know Ball podcast. Um... Today we have Abby and Evan back on the podcast. Thank you guys for coming back on. Thank you for Love having you guys on. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than what we how we usually go about things. We're not going to talk too much about the recent games. I know we wanted to talk about the Jazz game that the Suns just played in the other day. That game was so fun, and I, <laughs> dude, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, they beat the Jazz. I don't have the score pulled up. Let me see. We're by the way, we're literally like the Suns Kings game ended like minutes ago. Yeah, we were so uh, we're close. Not talk, away. Yeah, we're not really going to talk about that game. I'm sure uh, uh, Ish Wainwright will come up in conversation. <laughs> hey, one thing, shout out Landry Shamit. Shout out Landry hey, Shamit. I think it's yeah. Actually, that is something that we should point out about today's game is that. I think it's significant that Landry Shamit just had his best game of the season literally right before the playoffs. I think that's probably a good thing for us. It's good momentum going into the playoffs. Good to build confidence. Exactly. I, I like, It's going to change. I feel like it might change up playoff rotations. Uh, Minute uh, distribution. I, I think so because I'm uh, – Off one game? No, but the last – like since Cam Johnson has been back, he hasn't looked too hot. Okay, but they're not going to just completely <laughs> switch the rotation. No, 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 of course not. I'm just saying. If um, it continues like that, I could see that happening if Cam keeps like slumping like this, but he just came back. Also, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's also not forget Shamit had zero points last game. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. But I, I just, it's, I think it's just good that Shamit was able to get in that rhythm. It's disappointing that it wasn't Cam Johnson who we saw getting in that rhythm tonight. Um, but I'm pretty sure he didn't even actually play that much tonight. Yeah, he only played 23 minutes tonight. Yeah. Which is, like, normal for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But going back to this Jazz game, we beat the Jazz by 6, 111 to 105. Um, we were down pretty big going into the fourth quarter. We were down 17. Yeah. Um, and the Jazz had their usual fourth quarter meltdown. I went into this game, like – really like not wanting to like I didn't I wasn't really gonna care about it. Like I was like it's yet whatever like they're just gonna kind of slow walk like sleepwalk through it like whatever. Just but then like when they went up big and I saw all the jazz fans on Twitter like <laughs> talking all that shit. That's when I like got into it and I swear <laughs> to God like the Suns must have got on Twitter or something during like the break because their energy seemed to shift like the exact same time, and then they just dominated the whole fourth quarter and won. And I and like I just got way more into that game than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I also yeah. think that game is great for pushing Mikel's defensive player of the year. Oh yeah, he lost him. Mitchell. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was one of his best games of the season. I think. Yeah, Mitchell shot over six in the fourth quarter. Mikhail was all over him. Mm-hmm. And what, Mikhail shot four or five too, right? Yeah, he had like nine yeah. points in the fourth quarter. He had the dunk when he blew by uh, Gobert. Oh, that was awesome. I love that. 
Um, and then the and one uh, from, I forget who fouled him off, like Conley, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had an amazing, like, in terms of, like, performing, like, like defense, like, obviously it wasn't his, like, best scoring game, but, like, in terms of, like, performing and, like, in clutch situations and defending, like, I think that was one of his best games of the season. He's definitely turned it up offensively a lot this last like month month and a half since the all-star break honestly i think we looked at his numbers last time and like it's like 17 and a half since the all-star break since we got back from it but that's amazing to see going into the playoffs because i feel like that's just another person who could drop 20 when yeah on any given night yeah 27 in the finals last season mm-hmm. yeah since the all-star break he's averaging uh 16 points on uh, 54% shooting. Yeah, he's been great. He's been amazing. Also, I he know was, plus minus isn't like a huge, like a really important stat, but he was a plus 27 last game, uh, which is game high. And, and he's was, plus 27 in a game that we won by six points. <laughs> Mitchell was minus 25. Uh, and then uh, Bogdanovich was minus 25. So, like, I just thought that was like, dude. Thank you, Philly, for uh, – <laughs> dude, because Mikel, dude, I literally – I don't know that we're as good as we are without him. Like, I, we're, I don't think we even are close. Oh, no, yeah, not even close. I don't know when – I don't know when it gets announced, but I know voting is tomorrow for all the awards. Oh. So – I think for all of them is tomorrow? Yeah, they're all tomorrow. I don't know when they get announced. I don't think they get announced until after the finals and stuff, but – Voting for all the awards didn't are tomorrow. They, uh, didn't they announce them like throughout the playoffs last? Because I remember we knew going into the second round that Jokic was MVP. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I think I mean right after the play, and I think they announced it before the playoffs actually start. Uh, Weird. I wonder. yeah, because I I remember I was like we knew for a fact that Jokic was MVP like when we were going into that series. That, so, that makes me curious because I was Googling it earlier today because I was actually curious when they announce it. Um, and it says, I have it right here. Um, so it says it usually gets announced towards the end of June. Um, last, year was, <laughs> last year was announced on June 8th. But maybe that was because... Damn, it was the first season. round, really? Oh, yeah, I think that was probably because of the shortened season. That's what I'm going to assume. So, yeah, but I know voting starts tomorrow, and I think Mikel ended on a high note with that Jazz game. Here's the thing. I don't – and this is probably – this is a good segue, into, and we can kind of make some of, like, our award predictions. But I I don't – I think Mikel is going to get uh, – First team all defense. I he think he has to. that Definitely. like lock. I'm pretty sure, like ninety five percent sure he's got that like in the bag. I like the way like Dre the way that like JJ Reddick and like Draymond and all them like talk about him. I don't think there's any way he doesn't make mm-hmm. first team all defense. I don't think he's gonna win defensive player of the year just because. Yeah, the media doesn't like him that much. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he has enough traction. And put, I hate see, that, that, that this is the way that it has to be, but I don't like that it has to be who does the media like the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. frustrating. I, but I, was, I think I was listening to JJ Reddick's podcast today 
when he had Bam on. It was like the last episode. Um, they didn't even give Giannis a consideration. I feel like he would be the nah. The Giannis should be completely out of it. He he his picks were Marcus Smart, like who could win it. But he said the reason yeah. Marcus Smart probably shouldn't is because um how good like players around him have been defensively. Like he's not the anchor of that defense. Yeah, facts. I feel like Robert Williams. Robert Williams. Like even Draymond said it. Draymond was like before Robert Williams went out, Robert Williams was the anchor of that. He should have like he was saying that people were saying Robert Williams should win it. Tatum has stepped up defensively this year. So he's not like the anchor of that defense. Kind of like Mikhail is for us. Like Mikhail is like he even DA said it like he makes DeAndre Aiden's job like 10 times easier. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just so unfortunate for Mikhail because we literally had like a whole we titled an episode after this discussion, like advanced stat people should love Mikhail. He should be their favorite player. Mm-hmm. Like if they like could wrap their minds around that like whole like that he's played the most minutes and like doesn't foul ever and all like all that stuff and like his put like everything about him is just like so advanced stat friendly. I feel like he'd be like the unanimous defensive player of the year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Go like, and you can make, he has a case like that. I feel like is stronger than like every other candidate. But uh, mm. the unfortunate thing is, and I don't like saying it because it kind of sounds like biased, but he's a son. He's a Phoenix son. That's just it. <laughs> if I promise you, if he was a 76er, he would be the unanimous defensive player of the year. Easily, yeah. Also, so, he's he's fouled out three times in his career. He's played 309 games and has fouled out three times, none of them being this season. Exactly. And, like, so, he's never missed a game. Like, most minutes, most, like, defensive most miles, miles traveled. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, all these crazy advanced stats you think would make people love him. And he's, like, the most likable – one of the most likable players in the league. Yeah. yeah. Also, another uh, big thing is that the Suns are number one in team defense. There you go. Like, this season, and saying like he just, he hasn't missed a game, he's been on the you know had the most miles traveled, whatever, and we still have the best defense. That should just yeah. Show and facts like I, and dude. if Giannis does win it, it's crazy because the Bucks. I don't think they're a top five defense right now. Bucks. No, they're not Bucks, even top ten. Bucks are tied for fifth, but they're like they're like eighth technically. They're really bad since the All Star break, though. Yeah, defensively. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing. Is like they've been really bad defensively since the All Star break. But I mean, every single like everything points to Mikel. Like it should be Mikel. I feel like there's not really an argument, but it might just be us being biased because. But I don't know. Like no, because I, don't I feel watch like no- everything we everything we just mentioned is like is like statistics. Like it's like objectively like it's just true. Like there's nothing right. to be biased. I'm just saying about. it because like I I don't research people like marcus smart i don't watch boston games so it's like i don't know like i, I don't know what his argument would be you know what i mean i guess but like the celtics have like the best with all those stats like i don't know go ahead uh saying since the all-star break the celtics are the best defense so that's the case for marcus smart is that he's he's their anchor it's also the case for still been good. Williams. yeah since robert williams went down their defense has still been pretty good that's a, I guess that's his case. What hasn't been consistent the whole year? That's the difference. 
Yeah, I feel like why it's the same thing with the coach of the year debate with uh, the Celtics coach. I still don't know how to say his name, but Ime Udoka. Yeah, why are we rewarding him for being good in the last third of the season when Monty was good all season? See, that's that that's something I've been. A lot of the rewards have like a lot of like recency bias. Yeah, I was just especially yeah towards the end of the season. It's like whoever does like the best in the end. Instead of like consistency, it's like who did better. Yeah, there's a bunch of like narratives behind it always. Like whatever, whatever pick they have, because like the Celtics realistically they're underperforming the whole entire season, and now they're actually like coming up to expectations, and that makes him coach of the year, which I don't understand. And that's what we were talking about when Rob was on was the whole narrative thing. Um, yeah, and I've said this a bunch of times on the pod. I'm at the point where I don't want Monty to win because. I'd rather have a championship than coach of the year. And I think him not winning coach of the year will piss off the players a lot. Um, it'll give them something else to like have a vengeance for this. This is your most consistent take. You've been yeah. saying this. I, I like... don't, I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win because also <laughs> it's because, and if, if he doesn't win, it better be the Memphis, Tyler Jenkins. Is that his name? Taylor the, Jenkins. Taylor. Okay. Taylor. Should be him because in, in my opinion, like in my, like, I think it should be Monty for the consistency, but I can see why the Grizzlies coach would win because of how good they are without John Morant. And that has to do a lot with coaching. Like they don't have any other stars. You know what I mean? Like the fact that they were 20 and two or whatever it was without. Dylan Brooks is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But he's not a star. He's not someone that's. I think he's pretty underrated. He's a pretty good shot chucker. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so he's the only, if, if Ime Yudoka wins, then, then that's even worse. But I think I want the, the Grizzlies. Co- I don't want money to win. Wow. All right. <laughs> Maybe hot take. Maybe hot take, but I I like uh, I, I do yeah, want to win one, for the recognition. That one's not part. earning you any brownie points on Sun's Twitter. No, it's okay. <laughs> but Maybe I'll tweet I, it out I and see... get 2,000 likes again. <laughs> I definitely see where you're coming from with that on like in the, and I tweeted a poll about this, which by the way, I am like appalled that it wasn't a hundred percent. I tweeted a poll that said, uh, would you rather have the sun sweep every award or win a championship? And it was 96% champion. It was 96% yeah. championship. Some like 4% out of like a hundred people, a hundred, like 50 people picked, uh, sweep the awards i'm like whatever but if you like it's like you said if you had to pick you'd rather have the championship obviously but you also just really want our guys to get recognized right for awards that we feel they've earned based on narratives that were set years ago yeah mm-hmm. i think if you win oh my, go ahead Abby. no I, I was just gonna agree with what he said but i mean like i feel like the narrative changes every time like Suns players get like closer to that and then they mm-hmm. like switch it up and they're like actually no and then they get mm-hmm. back to that again and then it yeah yeah and it's not yeah. even like it's just the natural course of like the evolution of basketball which is like unfortunate but it literally like that evolution of like the discourse and the narratives shifted at the exact same times that the Suns became good again 
it's, it's like, like that uh it's like that i don't know i don't know her name but that that woman from espn was saying that booker shouldn't be an mvp because he's not a top 10 scorer and then that oh, yeah. night he went to like eighth in the scoring and all of a sudden him being a top 10 scorer doesn't matter yeah even though yeah. like 12 hours ago that was an argument for him not being mvp it just changes as soon as you know as soon as we get close then all, all of a sudden the goalposts you know move again yeah let let steph curry have our record and healthy the whole year Oh, and he's unanimous. God. Oh my god! Yeah. Or, <laughs> or anyone like that's that's the crazy part is like they'll yeah. be like, oh, his record's way better than Joel Embiid's and and everyone. Dude, else. if you give that, if you swap out like, fucking, I don't even know, Demar. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Demar. Oh my god! Because he they was pretty that, up there. They, would, they, they would eat that shit up. They would eat that shit up. Twenty like, all changed when Russell Westbrook won MVP as a six seed. I think they started. Yeah, that's when it all changed. It started changing a little bit. Now it's like, oh, record is not as important as you would think it is. Because yeah. people saw like triple double. Like, yeah. You have to, like we have to give an MVP because he averaged a triple double. Like no, you don't. Yeah. But they did it, and that's when everything changed. Uh, going back to uh, you know, we're comparing like Steph Curry and stuff like Booker. Uh, wait, where's his points? I, I just saw he, he's averaging over a full point per game more than Curry on a higher three point percentage this year, and that's <laughs> not recognized at all. He's a uh, and you know, it's not much from three, but 38.3 compared to 38 for Steph, and then Steph is averaging 25 and a half points, and Booker's averaging 26.8. More is more, that's higher right, is higher, like... <laughs> and uh, nah, but... like Curry or an I mean, book. And that we can. I also want to talk about. I want to do this too. I want us to give like our top ten players for this season too, because book is like probably top like six or seven for me, to be honest. Maybe even five. Yeah, he's having an insane there. season. So before, by, before like, we get any other standard, since we're still before we leave this MVP topic, there's a zero. If 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 Jokic doesn't win, I will be very upset too. Yeah, because yeah, we can't use this whole record thing because Dwayne Wade said it the other Dwayne Wade said it the other day. He was like, I don't feel comfortable giving it to a six seed. But the if you look at the records, um, let's see, I can exact numbers. The uh if it if it were to go to Joel Embiid, their record is 51 and 31. The Nuggets are 48 and 33. They're only three games behind. Um, but I think the discussion just has to change relative to how the teams in your conference are doing, you know? Yeah, also like but that's the, not fair to me. The new narrative thing that's you you play that conference more. So I mean I get I it's, so it's, then it should it's, look, it's then just it should a weird look. year for like to talk about records between candidates because of how close the East is. And but the West is so top heavy. Like the Heat at fifty three wins, they wouldn't. They would be the four seed, depending on the tiebreaker with Golden State. Because I don't know what that would be, or like uh, the they Bucks, have more. They have more wins than Golden State. No, they're both at fifty three. The Heat has fifty three. Or wait, is this Golden like State has fifty three? Is this one like not updated then? Unless mine's. Oh, not there updated. it goes. It just went. It just went. And then so and then the Bucks, Bucks, Celtics, 76ers would be five seeds. 
Yeah. So do you think the, the, like the East being so tight is literally just cause they all have to like play each other so much? Yeah. I just, there's not as much competition to me, like in the top half, at least like. Cause you look at the West and it's Suns, and then everyone else basically. Yeah. So you would think like, it doesn't, it's just, I can't really think of like how to like put in the words. Like, I don't know what's how going ex- on in my head right now. Yeah. So like, who do you guys think is a better team, the Rockets or the Magic? Uh, neither. But if you had to compare, yeah. <laughs> you had to compare between the two. I would like, say the Rockets. Probably the Rockets. I guess. So that's a Western Conference teams. And then what about Thunder versus Pistons? That's tough. Uh, honestly, are we talking like fully healthy. healthy? I'll still say yeah. Pistons. I would say probably. Uh, I would I go OKC. I would go yeah. OKC. So like even our bottom bottom tier teams are better than their bottom tier teams. Is what I'm saying. So the West is okay, just more Pacers, competitive in the general. Pacers are better than the Blazers. Are they? Are we talking fully healthy, like yeah. Dame and everything? Dame, if we're talking fully I don't healthy, then changes that team that much. Against, yeah. I guess yeah. it makes them against, better than the Pacers. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I take the Wizards over the Kings. Yeah. Knicks over Lakers. That's mm-hmm. about it. I may maybe Hornets fully healthy. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not not fully healthy. Knicks over Lakers. Fully healthy? No, no. Well, they've been. Yeah. I mean, other than like AD, they've been pretty healthy this season. Unless yeah. I'm totally spacing something, which I probably well, am. let's see. LeBron, Kendrick see how Nunn, <laughs> Mr. Coffee Table. Like that's that's really it. Like I I think yeah. In a, I think in a seven game series against like Knicks Lakers, I think the Knicks win that. I disagree. Uh, Fully healthy. I, I mean, disagree. the Knicks, I think, I don't know. Last year is a. Uh, with I how think. dysfunctional the Lakers are, man, like, I don't know, bro. I just. Let's Brandon, I know, you, I know you love LeBron, and that's why. I don't love LeBron, but it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, fully healthy. Anthony Davis is getting good. hurt in game one. Well, no, we're talking <laughs> fully healthy, so we have to consume they're going to be fully healthy the whole. The whole they're fully stretch. healthy to start. So, to, um, LeBron missed 26 games this year. If he's plays in those 26, they're a playoff team. Same with however many Are AD they? missed. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to play games. into. They're, how yeah, many of those games do they win? Because they didn't even have a winning record when LeBron did play. I think they, they definitely win more than three or four, which would put they didn't. Them... Yeah, they didn't miss out on the play in by that much. A game and a half. So I think they definitely win like oh, yeah, two true. games if he plays those 26 they win two extra games at the very least and then we also have to think anthony davis missed i think there's still a play in team anthony davis missed 42 games anthony davis is adding some wins to that too so yeah not definitely not like a top seed but i don't think that's still even, probably no, like right. i think 11. that's probably like six or five or six like but tops anthony davis is is if if they're fully healthy it they are wiping the nets or the the knicks sorry the knicks yeah I, I agree. yeah that's fair you convinced me because 80 already the 80 still averaged 23 and a half this season but how many games did he play in total 40 oh, okay so okay i let's let's if we're gonna do this let's do this all the way and matt and like compare these teams like seed for seed so hornets or spurs brandon um, I'm probably taking the Hornets on that one. I got Hornets too. Hornets. Yeah, Hornets. Hornets. 
Hawks or Pelicans? Honestly, Hawks. That's all. Hawks. That's hard to me. That is hard because dude, because my gut says Pelicans. The Pelicans are the the like the number three rated net team since the All Star break or something. Yeah, like that. since I they've gotta, got CJ McCollum. Yeah, I keep forgetting he's on the team. I, I'm thinking of like oh uh, Devonte Graham and like Valanciunas. Yeah, and then I remember mm-hmm. oh CJ's dropping like thirty a game for him. Brandon yeah. Ingram. Ingram's playing. Well oh yeah, too. Brandon so, Ingram too. Yeah. So like the yeah, Pelicans are a good yeah. team. Think, and if fully healthy, they have Zion too. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking him over the Hawks. So. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, Cavs are fully healthy. Oh, Cavs are fucking Clippers. Clippers, Clippers. are Clippers. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Clippers um, wipe 28 of the teams if they're fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. maybe more. <laughs> probably, honestly, probably all of them. Yeah. This, this next one, I'm, 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 I'm giving a hot take. The Timberwolves could give the Nets a run for their money. The Nets are still winning, though. No, the Wolves have been on fire recently, though. I think they've had the best record since, like, All-Star break. Right. Really? That's actually crazy. Yeah, no. I remember I talked about this recently on my last article, but the the Wolves have held the best record since the All-Star break. Um, and, like, Towns has been, like, Cat has been shooting, like, insane. Like, the uh, lights out. Yeah, and, think. like, I mean, let's think. Series. It would be – oh, my bad. Go ahead, Arian. I think that's a six-game series. To the if Nets? Kyrie, if Cat keeps it up, I think it's – because obviously that's their biggest weakness is paint – or defense in general, honestly. And the Nets? Cat would, be, Cat would be, like, destroying them. Well, yeah. That's what, the firepower is too much. That's what you have to think is, like, the Wolves are way deeper than the Nets are. And, like, the same argument oh, with but, the, the Nuggets and the okay, Warriors. The, 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 Nets have, have, the Nets have Simmons. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, if if we're talking like, do you think Claxton? I mean, who starts for them most, Claxton or Drummond? Drummond. So, Drummond. But what is Drummond gonna do against Cat? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the argument with. Yeah. That's you, that's you, argument Pat with... Bev guarding. But Kyrie. what are the what are the Timberwolves gonna do against KD? Yeah. No one can do well, they got they got <laughs> you know they got Pat Bev. He could. I mean, you know, Pat Bev and KD have some history, so I think he could definitely get in KD's head. Right. Like, look at PJ Tucker last year against KD. And, and also, Katie still, Katie was still a, a shoe size away from it in the game winner in game seven. So, I mean, shit, I don't know if he got that much in his head, but I think Anthony Edwards would be Ben Simmons would be guarding Anthony Edwards, and that would be really tough for and I that would that would have to force uh D'Lo to step up, yeah. And I don't and, know if he's been that for every game. I don't know if D'Lo, yeah, I don't know if and D'Lo's D'Lo like hasn't that. been doing too well recently either. No, I, I just he think it's been go shooting way. pretty poorly, yeah. Also, just for the record, the Celtics have the best record uh, since the All-Star break. And that's probably, you know. Oh, I guess they were. And then now the they, like, just passed the Wolves. They're close. I think, yeah, Timberwolves are 15 and 8. And the the Celtics are 17 and 5. So, yeah. I'm not... it was, I think in the past, like, I, I know they, they did, though. Them. Yeah, you're yeah, right. They I did. Because I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yes, then, Lakers, by the way, 5 and 18 since the All-Star break. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> always always good i love it yeah so let's um i did want to talk about like let's start talking about like top 10 or maybe top five would you rather do five or ten i'd be down to do ten yeah ten's good okay let's talk about like let me think and we about don't this we don't second. necessarily have to like order it like super strictly because ordering it can be kind of hard i think i'm still going to order it i don't think that's going to be that hard for me Really? 
I gotta type this out. I gotta whip out yeah, my notes. Yeah, me too. I yeah, to I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to like keep track. Opening of this. my notes up right now. <laughs> so, can we? I feel like let's make these like as we go and see if we can just agree. And then like if we'll we are ten, the nine. If we run, let's start with one. I think. I think it'll be easier to start with one. I think everybody should have the top three or four. Yeah. So I mean, finish. is. Does everyone have Jokic first? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's pretty easy. All right. What? Uh, someone else in number two. We'll kind of so wait, we're just doing this season. Are we just doing this season? Yeah, just based on this season. Okay. So like Kawhi, you can't say like Kawhi or whatever. Or Paul. Okay. I wouldn't even list Paul George. To no. Be I'm, I, I have Joel at two. Hey, I, I also have Embiid at two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, I don't know. It's a tie between the Embiid and Giannis. Yeah, I would have Giannis. As much as I hate to say it. Sorry, yeah. Giannis fans. Yeah. I'm going to have an Embiid over uh, Giannis just because I feel like the Bucks should have been a little better this season. Yeah. And also, um, I'm just kind of getting sick of Giannis, to be completely honest. <laughs> but Giannis is, Giannis is top three for sure. And then four, four is where I kind of like, I don't know, like, what's the word? I know there's two I people, there's words. two people in my, that I, I could go with for four. I'm also debating between two people. I have my, my four. Uh, I have mine. I, I'll, I'll make a decision. All right. Who is it? Brandon. I, I'll, I'll put Booker at four. Devin Booker. Oh, that's I think a hot take. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's that a might be take. biased. <laughs> I had KD. I think that's a little bit. I mean, yeah. I had Booker. <laughs> okay. okay. That is a very four. hot take. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, let me change that. I'm putting KD <laughs> because. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. No, let me, I I had my notes up and I put like you know when you first use your notes on Apple, the first name is like bold. Yeah. yeah. I put yeah. I, I didn't do it in order. I just put KD and I was looking at all the other names except for KD because it was like in bold. It wasn't paying attention to it. I'm putting KD. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not putting Booker. Right. Backtracking. I've had a lot of hot takes on this podcast. I don't I'm not worried about saying a hot take. I said Aiden's a top three center. No, so. we're gonna we're gonna clip that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, all right. So the fifth best player this season. This is where this, this is, is what like I'm putting absolute. Booker. This is the absolute highest I put Booker, like debatably. It's it's between Booker and Jason Tatum for me. Doncic could yes. be in that too, but and here's the thing. Like, if you're asking me, like, as a player, who would I want between Booker and Tatum? I'm taking Tatum because he's taller. Yeah. He's Devin Booker, but like two inches taller, three inches taller. So, I mean, obviously you take Tatum. That, but, however, I think Booker is having a better season. So, it, they're at five, they're like interchangeable for me. And that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. So, like five, six is Booker, Tatum, like complete, like you can either way, like I'm fine between those that's two. That's crazy. I actually, I feel like you guys are going to be like, what? But I put Curry. <laughs> All right, you're doing- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is there a way to kick someone out of a team? <laughs> um, I, I know he hasn't been as good as last season and just like hasn't been shooting as well, but I mean, he's still averaging like 
25 points per game and I think the well. thing that takes was, him was, out of that is his consistency. Defense has gotten a lot better this season, I think, just watching. He was so very I, inconsistent, though, because, like, he went, like, a week, that stretch after he played the Suns, where, like, he, he had one shot. of the worst bumps. Yes. That right there that's, that's is Mikael Bridges' slump. defensive player of the year uh, propaganda. <laughs> that three-month slump. Mikael I, I, I was considering putting LeBron. That's where I had LeBron that, at four. See, yeah. I had LeBron at five. God, there's so wow. many good players. I don't. Okay, yeah, I would see, put, but I think Booker and Tatum are both having better seasons than LeBron. Yeah, I I would have LeBron at seven. I don't know. That's tough. I mean, LeBron was what? What did he finish with in uh, points? 30, like thirty, a little 30. over thirty. But at the same time, his stats are pretty inflated just because of his like, team. Yeah, like I can't ignore. Like I'm sorry. I know that the narrative of, has changed and that we're just praising putting up eye-popping numbers now, so I'm sorry, but I just can't ignore that he, like, is playing on a on a bad team and, like, lost, like, all those games. The fact he's top 10 and he didn't make the playoffs is crazy, but he's he's he, he'd be seven for me. I have him, like, because I have – I think I have Curry at seven, just below Booker. I wonder Taylor, who you I guys have... snubbed off, because I don't I... even have Curry on my list. Or I guess you I'd have LeBron at seven, Curry at eight. But Evan not having Curry yeah, on his list is understandable. That would be quiet, be quiet. They don't have to hear that. <laughs> Evan is not having Curry hey, on his list. I, I don't have him either. I don't. I think Curry has to be in your top ten. Like not Come top on. ten at all. That's I have Curry, bro. Yeah, that's kind of. I crazy. have my top ten. It's just not in order. I wonder if me and Evan have the same top ten players. Here, I'm gonna I'm read mine. Just keep in mind. Know? All right. Here, we'll see. See who see who you guys have a snub. I might I might be forgetting someone, but this is not in order. All right, so I have Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, LeBron, KD, Booker, Tatum, DeRozan, Luca, and John. Oh, okay. Keep so, in mind, not in order, not in order. DeRozan is is the is debatable. Dang, so I yeah. might have I might have a really hot take on my. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's start up trouble now. Because you had you had book at four to start yeah. off. So I, I, mean, Brandon, I need you to know. Okay. I need you to know this is getting posted everywhere. That's fine. That's fine. So <laughs> let me give you a little explanation as to why I didn't put DeRozan is because no, I hear the balls. I want you to I want you to list. I want you to just do your list and let okay. us react and then explain yourself. Okay. I'm gonna do mine in order. Okay. Start start at start at 10. Start at 10. Or I guess start at no, because 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 is gonna be the top four. 10 is gonna be the 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 okay, yeah. Start because we know you we know your top four. So start so, yeah, so, book at four. So yeah, book. Five. No, 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 no. I have Katie at four. Oh, sorry. Katie at four, <laughs> book at five. He backtracked. He, he backtracked. <laughs> I forgot yeah. that I had Katie on my list. So <laughs> book at five, okay, JT so, at six, LeBron right. at seven. Okay. Um Ja at eight. Um, Luca at nine. Okay. Dang, I'm scared to say this. I don't even. I I know why. Why are you scared? There's no way it's like I, that. He's gonna say Jaron Jackson. He's gonna say Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I put really, Carl. I put Carl you, Anthony Towns. Cat. Yes. That's not that crazy. No, that's not that bad. That's that's not ridiculous. Okay. That's, that's not ridiculous. ridiculous. That's, that's not ridiculous. Not ridiculous. <laughs> to say that. But no, <laughs> but after. But cat is that. I still think that's a hot take. But I'm putting cat. And that's it was, not bad. That's not, that's it's, not what's bad. crazy yeah, is I wasn't even considering putting Kyrie or uh, Curry on my list. I was, cons- it was between Cat and Kyrie. So, wow. Here, 
Yeah, that's Kyrie, where the games go. Kyrie played. He's insane. But he didn't play that many games. Nah, yeah, he didn't he's play. Been, he's been like he's been like his no, he usual self since he's been since his he's usual been like self is amazing. Playing, since he's been like actually but, playing, no, but like he's not putting up like sixty and like forty like when he's playing like once a month anymore. He's putting up like 30, 35. 27, 4, and six uh, on 47, 42, 92. That's really that's good. That's really that's good. Insane. But yeah. he's only played twenty nine games. Yes, that's my thing with Kyrie. Is but just, it's not his yeah. fault. It's not his fault. It is. It is his oh. fault. No, so whether it's his fault or not, he still didn't play in the game. So like, and he, yeah, regardless, he still didn't play. So I still like, yeah. I can't give Kyrie credit for thirty games when everyone else played like seventy. I can't. Yeah. So, but so we can give LeBron credit for the fifty-six he played when his team didn't make the playoffs. That's when like if, a twenty-game difference. But if it's Kyrie played, if Kyrie difference. played an extra twenty games, and they, LeBron they missed be in the from in. LeBron missed from injury and Kyrie missed from something that those, he could those have avoided. Tacky ass injuries. That is not no. He's but he's, it's still more legit than Kyrie. Kyrie's is legit too because yeah, because the mandate got lifted in New York months ago, and but they wouldn't let him play in at home when but he could have played. I just think he still could have gotten the vaccine. It's not his choice. All he has to do is get vaccinated. But but you can't. That's his right. It's his choice. I'm not going to hate on him for his choice. If that's what he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. I'm not hating on his choice. I'm just saying it. He is the reason he couldn't play. Preventable. Yeah. Like it's not. He can do whatever he wants. But at the end of the day, if he wanted to play, he could have just done that. I just yeah. think whether like whether it was his fault or not, LeBron had a better season than him. And yeah, LeBron had a better yeah, season. He had the average thirty. Had a better season. He averaged thirty. Kyrie's averaging twenty-seven. Thirty is more than twenty-seven. Thirty and fifty-six games, okay, and also but, more games. Yeah, and more games. Yes. Well, Kyrie, we'll if Kyrie we'll played, I don't think if Kyrie had played like fifty games or sixty games, I don't. I think he probably would have averaged closer to twenty-five. Yeah, on a better team. Isn't isn't our argument with book twenty six on a great team is better than thirty on a mid team? Yeah, yeah. I, so then maybe that that. But then there's your argument. He played more games. He didn't play those games. So right. That, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I have LeBron on my list. It's not like I didn't put him on my list. No, but we're talking about Kyrie <laughs> and Curry. Right. Curry missed a decent amount of games too. How many I'm not saying. I'm not How saying he missed play? sixty, but. I actually don't know how many games. I feel like he kind of. He feel like he actually looked. He missed more than anything. He played um sixty four. Yeah, he played sixty four games this season. So he missed. What is that? Eighteen. I thought it was more. I just don't think yeah, you should fault that if he didn't play. If he didn't play at least half the season. Yeah. I think there it's is a. The, I think there is a real though. rule or uh, about like statistical minimums and stuff. I think you have to play like seventy percent of your team's games, mm-hmm. which is like pretty, like high for. I think that's just like official stats and stuff. I would have Kyrie in the top 10 if he just played more games. It if just, he had averaged 27 he just and, like, played more, then definitely. But mm-hmm. just the simple fact that he just barely played. Yeah. But fuck no. Why do you have the DeRoz- Let's go to Evan. Why the fuck do you have DeRozan <laughs> in your shit? I don't know. Pretty – I mean, I know their, their record against the top teams and whatever, but overall the Bulls are a pretty good team. And that stretch of games DeRozan had that was – what was it, 25 or more or 35 or more? 30, he had in 30 or more. Or 30, yeah. or 30 um, so you have DeRozan over Curry. 
Uh, yeah, so DeRozan averaged at 28 points, five rebounds, five assists this season on over 50% from the field and 35 from three, which is pretty good for DeRozan. Um, What's his and, better than Book last season? Well, that is true, yeah. And I don't know. I just think DeRozan just has a – because let's be real, Levine has not had a, a great season. Vucevic has been completely overrated. He was an all-star last season, and he's not playing like an all-star this season. So regardless of you know what Bulls what the Bulls do against top teams, I don't think they'd be where they are without uh, DeRozan. He's like undoubtedly their best player. No, I agree, but I don't think he's top ten. I don't know. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. He would definitely be towards the bottom. And like I said, I had I didn't have it in order, so yeah. he would definitely be towards the bottom. Uh, I just hate but... Bulls in general. I'm, <laughs> I'm a big Bulls hater. I do. I do think I also kind of would like Cat over DeRozan. Yeah, yeah so I'm happy tough. that between the two, wow. I put Cat okay. over it wasn't that big of a hot take. Oh <laughs> no, yeah, you were true. You were like, I thought you were finna say some crazy shit. Like, I don't even know. I was thinking because, like, I heard DeRozan, and I was like, wow, that could be a good argument. And then I heard Curry, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, shit, this is gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were gonna say some like, because they're an eight shit. seed or a seven seed right now. So it's like, I don't know. My my I don't have any hot takes really. I just, I have Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Luca, KD, Booker, Ja. Not in order. Not in order. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm laughing at something else. I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll oh, okay. Share I was like, yeah, bro, like, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Luca, KD, Booker, Ja, Curry, Tatum, LeBron. How like- close is how close is CP to your guys' top ten? He's, he's probably top fifteen. Like, he's top fifteen. Yeah. Just outside of it. Yeah. He led the I think he's gonna. Assists. I think. I think he's gonna make All NBA third team at least. So I think he's top fifteen. I would have CP three, Cat, and uh, DeRozan right outside the top ten. No order. Speaking of, let's. Um, I think a great way to like kind of list our top players, but like in a more different way, is predicting the uh, All NBA teams. Okay, I like that. Before we do that, I just got a notification from ESPN. Frank Vogel coached his last game for the Lakers. And it says oh. it's a decision that's expected to be shared with him as soon as Monday. Why the fuck are they like announcing Wait, it before he even? Wait, what? <laughs> Frank Vogel is about to find out he got fired through ESPN. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, dude, yeah, that's uh, that's how. What? Look, what was that? Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball when they got traded to the Pelicans. That's how they found out. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Man, the Lakers are bad at that. <laughs> decision you know, that's expected to be shared with them at him as soon as Monday. Wow. Yeah, yeah like, I think he's not going to find out until Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Well, That's I hope he knew that he was uh, getting fired. Well, they, they announced it like that. a week ago, too. There was Dude, a, yeah, they announced like a, like, that they were parting ways like weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. but still, it's just like, tell how him, does man. he not know? Yeah, yeah just tell, tell him. him. I know he just is opened he... up his phone and he's like, what the fuck? Did he fired this Monday? <laughs> oh, Woj tweeted. Yo, what is this? <laughs> is it Woj bomb? Woj bomb. <laughs> Wait, is there, has there been another coach uh, that has been fired two years after he won the championship? Oh, Probably that's not. a good question. Maybe Doc Tyloo? Rivers. Tyloo. Tyloo. Oh, yeah, Tyloo, huh? Was did Doc Rivers how long was Doc didn't Rivers? Didn't Doc Rivers was, didn't he get like traded or something? Wasn't that a whole thing? <laughs> yeah, well, I, maybe I'm tripping. I don't know, but I feel I know, like I remember him. I thought that traded. was I thought that was Bill Belichick. No, yeah. Clipper in 2013, Clippers Celtics agree in principle on Doc Rivers trade. What the fuck? Yeah, they traded uh, Doc Rivers. So the I Clippers. did not know that. They traded him for what? What did they get back? This is um, 
the Clippers and Celtics have agreed in principle on a deal that will send Coach Doc Rivers to LA in exchange for an unprotected first round pick in no 2020. They traded a first round pick for a coach. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this is June 2013. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I wonder who was picked with that pick. I want to find that now. What pick was it? Yeah, what pick was that? It was a I don't know. It was it just says unprotected. It must be a Boston's pick, right? Because he went and to 20, the Clippers, so the Clippers sent Boston the pick. Uh, 2015. I'm going to see if it's on his basketball reference. That was crazy. I just remember that that happened. Uh-huh. So I've cool. never heard of that before. It was the 2015 first-round pick? Yeah, I think so. It doesn't have it on his basketball reference. So, the Celtics 2015 first-rounder that was from the Clippers? Yeah, but it might have been traded again, though. So, I mean, let's just look at it. We can just look at the draft and see. Like, there's no Cl- LA Clippers or yeah, um, Boston. Probably got it. traded somewhere else, dude. That's actually crazy. I would really want to track that pick. Yeah. Yo, I did a thing once. I didn't uh, post it anywhere, but I the Steve Nash trade to the Lakers. Um, I can't remember, but it like somehow directly affected to us getting Mikael Bridges in the draft. Really? Like it, it, there was like a direct like pipeline to it. That's insane. I can't remember. I gotta find that. You guys keep looking that up. I'm gonna find that. Okay. Because that was. Um, I remember that. Uh, oh, yeah. While is, we have like it two, is. You found um, it. It was oh, it was the 28th pick in the draft. It was R.J. Hunter. Wow. <laughs> oh, I remember <laughs> him. I remember him from 2K. He was like a 67 overall. Yeah. He played 45 <laughs> games in the NBA. His last game was in 2018, 2019. So, did the Clippers win that trade? Uh, he played one yeah. game in 20, <laughs> he played one game in 2018-2019, played 26 minutes and dropped 17 points. That was the only game he played in 2018-2019. He played 36 in 2015-2016 when he was drafted, but he averaged 2.7. But He's the one game he played, now. yeah, one game he played he had 17. Damn. Now, nah, let's like uh <laughs> on 40% from do... 3. One, so this kid, uh, is he? He hasn't played like since. Not since 2019, no. Well, oh, I found my thing. All right. So, let's see if I can follow this. I made this a while ago at like two in the morning, so I hope it makes sense. So he got traded to the Lakers, Steve Nash, and in in the one of the picks we got back, we we got four picks for him. One of the picks was a 2015 first round pick. Um that was later used that was later sent to Philly in the uh, trade where we got Brandon Knight from the books and Kendall Marshall. That was a three team trade between the Suns, Sixers and Bucks. And then in that trade, that pick that we got from the Lakers uh, got sent to the Sixers and then the Sixers somehow, man, I'm not following this. There was something, uh-huh. weird, something weird on it. It says it had restrictions in 2015, 16, and 17 and was not used until 2018, which was what they picked McHill with. Um, and then then they sent it to us. Wait, yeah, no, so they picked him with it and then sent him to us. So it, it looks like that pick from the Lakers in the Steve Nash trade got sent to the Sixers in the Brandon Knight trade. And then the Sixers somehow saved it until 2018, picked McHill, and then sent him to us. So I just like to thank Steve Nash for getting us a defensive player of the year. 
<laughs> and the Lakers. Yeah, and the Lakers. Yeah, thank you. Oh my God, imagine they that pick that they sent in twenty. What was it? Twenty thirteen would later come back to eliminate them twice in two seasons. Oh my gosh, twice. We have to find a way to like condense that and make it more digestible, yeah. so that we can like just have another thing on the Lakers. That's beautiful. Yeah, we can just like troll Lakers fans with that. Yeah, we gotta. Fi- yeah, we gotta. F- yeah, we gotta figure out a way to make that like easier to read. Now, but I do really want to get into like predicting the uh, all NBA teams. Okay. So I, I have my first team ready. I just typed. You just, it. You've been preparing it this this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was really. Thinking, <laughs> I was really thinking about it. Okay, so first team. Okay, I'm just gonna say. I'm not. I don't have Embiid and Jokic in this on the first team. I split them up just because it's hard. That's how it should be. Yeah, that's that how it should be. be. So first team, I have Luca, Booker, Tatum, Giannis, Jokic. That's my. That's first fair. Team. Wait, hold on. I want to write. I want to like write it down. Okay. You said it was a uh, Luca, Luca, Booker, Tatum, Giannis, Jokic. I would have the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I um, can pretty much agree with that. Okay, and then my second team, I have Ja, Steph, KD, LeBron, Embiid. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm good with that, I think. Now the third team is where it gets controversial. He's about to sweep. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is. Third team, I'd have Trey, Chris Paul, DeRozan, Siakam, and Towns. No. That's, no. I agree. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I agree, 100%. That's perfect. Trey, Trey feels off to me. Trey is having a yeah. crazy year. He has like yeah, he's, he's leading he's leading the league in like total points and total assists. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's between uh, Siakam and Jimmy Butler for me. I'm, no, I was gonna say Siakam is the only person who's debatable. Siakam's the only person who is like debatable, but I'm not sure who I would put. Would you put you don't know? Yeah. Yeah. I, so if I, I thought I hard agree. enough, if I thought yeah. hard enough, maybe Jimmy Butler had a really bad slump in the middle or not slump but like he had some really bad games i just been turning it up so i don't like jimmy butler so (laughs) i'm trying to think jimmy butler is so overrated to me because yakum's having a good year um no i that's like perfect (laughs) yeah i I think that's like pretty good (laughs) i wouldn't change anything yeah because I don't even so know the guard just... who could replace Trey if that's the controversial one. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I wouldn't I... be able to think of one either. Compared... Only one, but that's yeah, like... fuck no. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like Dejounte Murray, maybe. Nah. 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 I'm just trying to think of like or he's like Darius Garland because nah. he was an All Star. He's he's hasn't the been bad the second off. half. The Cavs <laughs> fell off. Though. Okay, but the Hawks have been off. But yeah, but there's really... a point I feel like where the where the you know putting up good numbers on a bad team like there's some certain numbers that you can have where it, that's not really in it like it's it's still I feel like should count as yeah much as I I feel okay giving Trey like like for all NBA teams I don't really care about like team success as much yeah I think it should be Trey but I think Garland and Dejounte Murray could have a I think if they. It yeah. could be a debate for some people, but it's not a debate for me. I'm just saying it's I just think Trey, they could be in Trey the conversation. Like, Trey averaged like 28 and 9, didn't they? Like, 
Yeah, he was top five in assists and I think scoring as well. Yeah, but like total point or total oh, points yeah, he, and total he, assists. He definitely did he lead leads. the league in total points. I don't know about total assists. I'm I'm like a thousand percent. I know that. Chris Paul led the league in uh, assists per game. Yeah, and he he missed those like what did he miss like six weeks or five weeks? Yeah, but he played enough to like qualify for it. Yeah, no, I know, but he would have had uh, total assists as well because yeah. I remember Trey passed him a total assist like Trey towards has the end of the time, right his time being out. Yeah, it's only by thirty five too. Yeah, yeah, so Chris Paul definitely would have had total. So wait, is is so is like the assist champ and stuff like that? Is that go off total or uh, no? It's per, per game. game. It's per Same game. with scoring. Okay. It probably should be total. I think it should be total, but that's like that. People are starting to like started to or trying to start that debate about that it should be total points instead of uh per per game. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter trying to like start that discussion, but I think people. I don't think that's ever gonna. I think that's just to fit their agenda for their best player, their favorite player. Yeah, because you can't you can't account for missed games with. Total stats. Yeah. Well, so much for uh, the All NBA teams. That was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be a little more controversial, but I guess not. Yeah. No, I feel pretty comfortable. Like I'd be okay. See, I feel like Book definitely has deserved or deserves a first team. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, because there's no, he's easily. Uh, like this the... could be a hot take to non-Suns fans, but I think for me, he's easily best shooting guard in the league. I don't think it's close. Anymore. I don't think that's no. like a hot no, take. No, it's not. Well, it's a, it's a hot take for non-Suns fans. Suns fans know that. I feel yeah. like the general, like, I think the fact that the media now, like, discusses book in the MVP conversation now, like, Skip Bayless talks about it, Stephen A. Smith talks about it, like, um, and J.J. Redick even, like, now that they talk about it, it's, I completely lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I completely yeah, forgot where I was going with that. I had one question. This might spark some discussion. So if they do allow Jokic and Embiid to be on the first team, who do you guys bump down? And where, like, how do you restructure? Uh, you, Tatum. You take Tatum out. Tatum. Yeah, and then Tatum. The second team, and then who gets moved, moved on to third team? Uh, LeBron. And then you take Siakam Well, no, no, so no one – no, no one would have to get moved out of second team. You're just someone would have to get put. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. My bad. Right. And oh, someone facts. would have to get Wait, put. Oh, yeah. What are we? Oh, don't, you need a, don't you need a center? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You need, you need a, a center, center in, and that would probably be Gobert. Gobert. Or... It would be Gobert. Yeah. Or Bam, I guess, but it would probably be Gobert. Right? Yeah, I'd put Gobert. Yeah, but I don't. Even though I, I feel like uh, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, they would never put Aiden. Never on put an more NBA than two team. Suns. Never put more than two Suns in in an All Star game or yeah, an All NBA team. Or too many Suns yeah. players. Too many makes them uncomfortable. It's crazy. I feel like if Aiden was doing the same thing he's doing now, like on any other team, if if DeAndre Aiden was on the Cavs, people would love him. Oh my god! At at like before the All Star break, he was having a better season than Jared Allen, like statistically. Yeah. Or if he was on the Hornets, even. 
DeAndre Ayton on the Hornets, I think it would be uh, would be really fun. They would be in two away. years. They would probably be. They would run the league. What if it's Grizzlies? Grizzlies. No, Stephen uh, Adams. I don't know. I don't see Ayton in Memphis. No, I, I know he's not going to, but like his media attention. Work. Yeah. Media attention would be insane. Oh yeah, Kendrick right, yeah. Perkins would be on his nuts. Dude, <laughs> you know what? I don't. Okay, I I don't understand. Why so like I under like there's the whole small market like disrespect big market bias and all that, but what is the difference between the Suns and the Grizzlies that makes the Grizzlies like the most like a super likable team and people hate the Suns? What is the difference? Yeah, John we have like Chris Paul and like Jay Crowder and like Booker who are not the most likable of players. Chris and Jay are very widely disliked. Yeah. Just because they're histories, why. and Jaw doesn't have a history, I think. I don't know why. I've, all people say, I've asked, like, a ton of people, like, why do you hate Jake Crowder? They all just say, like, fake tough guy. Explains and not, I, though, and I, like, <laughs> I try to elaborate. I'm like, I try to get them to elaborate, like, why is he a fake tough guy? And one of them said to me, it's because he gets in people's face, but when people get back in his face, he walks away. And I'm like, like, what do you want him to do? Box? Yeah, like, yeah, he's exactly. not. He's just not trying to get suspended. They're They're NBA like, players, not fucking MMA yeah, fighters. Yeah, they're not. They're not fighting. Like, that's he what want to fight. Yeah, that's what annoys me about that Booker and a uh, Jokic altercation in in the game four of the second round last year. Because yes, when when um Book tried to stand up for campaign, and then a dude half a foot taller than him gets in his face. Like, what do you want him to do? Punch him in the yeah. face? Like, I don't understand what what else he's supposed to do right there. He stepped up for his teammate that's what he's supposed to do he knows we're going to the western conference finals yeah he's not trying to get himself suspended before the western conference finals exactly and chris paul is out at this time too so it's just like yeah why would he do that yeah people just find like the simplest like things to nitpick about the suns that if they put like a second of thought into it they just like you could deconstruct their whole argument because i have yet to like sometimes like I understand that sometimes like you just don't like a team. Like there's plenty of like players and teams that I just don't like. Cause I just don't yeah. like them, you know, yeah. but it's, and if they just said that, they just said, I just don't like the sun. I'm like, that's fine. Whatever. But when they give these like weird, like BS yeah, don't try to lie about that it. don't even like make any sense. If you put like an ounce of thought into it, like just say you don't like the Suns. It's yeah, okay. I've seen, I've seen people say Booker is cocky. And I'm like, I've never seen him celebrate anything. He's I've never seen cocky. him smile. Like facts. I've yeah, when never he gets seen that, the man when smile. He gets happy, they're like, oh, you know, he's too cocky. Yeah. They, like yeah, the Mikhail and Aiden dance pregame and they say, oh, they need to be humbled. It's like they're dancing, dude. Like, are they supposed to be like Kawhi? <laughs> <laughs> literally the, like the picture of Kawhi where he's like ducking with the if we were the third seed doing dancing like that they wouldn't say anything they no just, they would no. they still would they're, yeah. like, they're they dancing would. like that in the third seed like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not even the first seed they should yeah. Yeah. yeah we can't we can't win they need to take it more serious it's they just <laughs> exactly the they're like post. and this is why you're in the third seed <laughs> yeah. that was like exact tweet <laughs> Dude, it's it gets it's exhausting, and like in like it's just like I said before, like just be honest about it. I get that you don't like us, just say that. Yeah, and it's weird. It's like you know, it's it's like you said for whatever reason, and it's just 
annoys me when they try to come up with these reasons and then you know us having watched every minute of every Suns game it's just like that's just not true it's like oh the fact cocky. Is, it's, he's not he's he doesn't celebrate anything the Suns pretty much kind of do act the way that they want them to act like yeah, what do you mean like they don't really get cocky about every little thing. They don't just like celebrate all the time. You like, only see the posts that Sports Center posts or yeah. yeah. I never yeah. When Devin Booker hit the game tying shot and he said one more stop, one or game game like leading shot. He's like one more stop, one more stop. They never show that. They just show him celebrating after the game. Yeah. Which is like yeah. And they would they people say that oh they're celebrating uh, after the after they won the Western Conference Finals and the Bucks weren't celebrating because they knew that, like, they had more work to do. It's like, are they not allowed to be happy they're making the finals for the first time no, since, it's like, 93? The, this is, like, basically history, and they can be happy about that. They've yeah, come such a long way. And then they're yeah. like, oh, you can't be happy about that. Like, that's so stupid. That's Especially ridiculous. someone like Devin Booker who's been, like, given these terrible teams for five years straight. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Now he has a good team around him, and it's like, oh, just don't don't celebrate. Yeah, and it's stuff like this where it's just, like, the only, like, logical explanation that makes any sense is that it's just all these people were wrong about Devin Booker, and now he's proving them all wrong. Yeah, they don't want to admit they're wrong. They're upset about it. people don't like to be wrong, yeah. It's those verified people that that made their predictions on him, you know, in 2019, and then now he's proving them all wrong, and they don't want to look less credible. Yeah. It's the same people that just give all the credit to Chris Paul. Like, whenever Booker's made good, they're like, oh, no, it's just because – Chris Paul's on the team. I was literally, yeah. wasn't that like a headline during the playoffs or something last season? Like the Suns won a game due to Chris Paul's leadership or eight and a half a game because of Chris Paul's leadership. Yeah. It was the value. They're like, so I think it was something oh, that, that game where he had like a crazy game. They're like, his uh, Chris Paul's energy caused DeAndre Aiden to show out that game. <laughs> oh yeah. my and God. The fact, and the fact that that value had nothing to do with Chris Paul, like what did he do that play? You had Crowder throwing a perfect pass to Aiden who was open because of the Booker screen. What did yeah, Chris Paul do did that Chris play? Did Chris Paul even play in that game? No, he didn't. Yeah, that's no, the he Yeah, you're right. I he remember that. I that literally, game. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Paul didn't even play in that game. Yeah. I'm trying to analyze that one play. Like, he didn't even play that one entire game. He, was, uh, he, he had COVID. He's at home. They said, like, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I literally what remember. What energy was he giving? Cameron Payne was like the one who popped off as well. Yeah, he had 29 points that game. Yeah, 29 points, nine assists, no turnovers. And yeah. like Chris Paul, and then they like showed Chris Paul and like FaceTime, like hyping them up. And they were like, Chris Paul giving them like energy. It was well, it's like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. It's like, and it's so, it's so upsetting and frustrating when you like, because if you say this to somebody who hasn't experienced it, you just sound like you have a victim complex. Cause like we were bad for so long and now we're good. And now we're like still trying to be the victim, like act like we're like still the underdog or whatever. Like that's literally what they tried and like, they're like gaslighting us is almost like yeah. it's ridiculous that yeah. we can't just enjoy our good team. Yeah. Like I said, the narrative will all change when we, if we win the ring this year. If we win a ring, I guarantee you, if we win a ring, Devin Booker wins MVP next season. If we have a, if we win, yeah. if we're like a first seed again next season and Booker has a ring, I guarantee he wins MVP. All and the, he has like a similar season to, the, uh, yes. to this season. All the narrative which, on the sun will, suns will change in general. Which I don't know if you guys saw this tweet from uh, from RB today about uh, Devin out. Booker's uh, internal development. Yeah, I saw one for uh, Aiden too. Yeah, yeah he, uh, Devin Booker this season, 
I'm going to try and find it, but I don't want to be scrolling for like too long. Um, but Devin Booker this season averaged a career high in like points. He averaged a career high in rebounds, steals, blocks, and uh, three-point percentage, I think. I think that was yeah. all of them. I know because he's averaged more assists before. Yeah, he, he had to be the main playmaker for the first couple of years of his career when he would actually play. You know, outside yeah, of and he, oh, here it is. Yeah, so he went from last season, he averaged 25.6 points. This season, he averaged 26.8, which is a career high. He went from 4.2 rebounds to five rebounds, which is a career high. He went from 4.3 assists a game to 4.8 assists. He went from 0.8 steals to 1.1 steals, which is a career high. Went from 0.2 blocks to 0.4 blocks, which is a career high. And his three-point percentage jumped 4% to 38%, which is a career high. It was uh, 8% too for through like almost half the year. He was at like 42%. Yeah, way early on. I remember that. Yeah, maybe not half the year, but that was that was crazy. I remember that whole period of time where all we were concerned about was Devin Booker hitting his open threes so that he could still shoot 40%. That was, yeah, that was the main uh, Devin Booker propaganda being spread on, the, yeah. on Twitter. No, but Devin Booker, man, he, he, he set like all his career highs like at 25. Which just tells he's, me that he's still just only getting better. Yeah, he's not even in his prime yet. Yeah, so I mean, if he gets out of the season with a ring and just keeps improving, like, like the, the I'm forgetting the term, but his ceiling is a uh, is incredible, like it's astronomically high. Yeah, he has such a good, uh, you know, like a good a good frame, and just he has such good potential. And it's so weird to use the word potential with him, like this, you know, this far into his career, but he still has so much more he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's not too small where he can't do some things. He's not too big where he can't do some things. Like he's he's set up so perfectly for the future. And our mm-hmm. team in general is set up for the future. Like uh, eight with our core, Peter yeah. Johnson, yeah. Hill, everyone will hit their prime at the exact same time. Yeah, about, it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, and then yeah. post Chris Paul, whoever we get. Who do you guys think we could get post Chris Paul? Okay. Um, we I. I don't want to like get too uh, into detail about this because we do. We probably sh- it's been about an hour. We should wrap it up here pretty soon. Not actually right. Um, but if we're talking like in a perfect world after Chris Paul, or in a perfect world, I would like trade Chris Paul's contract to get like a Dejounte Murray. But like realistically, we're probably just going to end up either drafting somebody next season. Or it'll just be like campaign, and then we'll just sign another backup. I would like someone like Malcolm Brogdon or something. Someone That'd be like, a good one. Someone that's but, up, not to making too much money, but they're also developed already. Okay. They're proven. Yeah, because I feel like this team can still win like fifty-five games with just like us, like a D, like a pretty good point guard. And then just Devin Booker kind of running the show. Because yeah. by next season, we'll have Devin Booker, we'll improve in. And I think Aiden now is ready to take on being a second option, by the way. He just hasn't had to yet. But I think he could do that now. And uh, Mikel, like, everyone's just going to get better. But, uh, yeah, so, like, Brogdon, or in a perfect world, DeJounte Murray, that's, like, my perfect, like, ideal, like, if I got to pick whoever I wanted. Jalen Bronson. Someone like that that's mm-hmm. not making too much money. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, uh, we should probably get it wrapped up here because we have been going for a while. Um, so uh, you can find the podcast or follow us on Twitter uh, at WKB podcast underscore. We're on all social medias. Now we're going to start posting pretty soon. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. All, both of those are at WKB podcast. Uh, we'll start posting those as soon as we switch over to recording on Discord so that you guys can get better quality clips. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mikhail Bridge. Uh, Brandon, go ahead and plug your whatever you want. No, I'm good. I don't got to plug anything. <laughs> fuck my Twitter. He said fuck my Twitter. Uh, Arian? Uh, at Arian S19. Uh, Evan, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, my Twitter is EVXZ17. Uh, Abby? Um, my Twitter, Abby Hoops with two Ys and my um, medium. I write on there, abbylu.medium.com. Cool. Um, any last thoughts anyone had before we uh, wrap it up? No. All right. Well, in that great case, season. Great season. Yes, great season. season. Yeah. 60, 64 and 18. Um, great season. Yeah, I had, a, I had a ton of fun this year. Ready for the playoffs. Yeah. So excited. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode of the Wiener Ball podcast. Uh, and we will catch you guys next time. It's playoff time, baby. Peace.